It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Boogie and in, Jerry Hill joins us on a Monday. Uh, be careful of the weather out there. Take extra precautions. Jerry, uh, are you kind of socked in at home today? And uh, how's the weather treating you so far? Yeah, I'm, I've been stuck at home for a couple days. But uh, today really isn't that bad. I mean, obviously it's very, very cold. But we've had like hardly any precipitation. We had a little bit last night. Uh, and I had to get out late, pretty late last night, uh, to pick up a few things at the grocery store. But, uh, yeah, it's been pretty nice today. Um, not planning on going outside anytime soon, but, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I guess I'll head out that way tomorrow morning. Very good. All right. Be careful. Uh, we, we're here in Manhattan, Kansas, and we got snow on the ground and more snow coming down and, uh, single digit temperatures. So, uh, we're staying inside as much <laughs> as possible also. Um, let's, so we'll talk men's and women. Does I'm it sorry. Look like, does it look, I'm sorry. Does it look like y'all will be able to get out okay tomorrow night or what's, what's that status? Oh yeah. I mean, my answer to that okay. is going to be absolutely. Yes. So, absolutely. uh, <laughs> the, uh, the people here, you know, uh, are much more uh, equipped, better equipped, let's say yeah. that, to handle this yeah. than, than we would be in yeah. Central Texas. So I right. think we'll be fine. The only the only thing might have to happen is we flew right into Manhattan. We may have to go to Topeka um, okay. because I've always been told they've got um, de-icing material there that they might not have here. So gotcha. that might be the only thing, but we'll see. I think we'll be fine. But good snow to look out the window and see the snow. Look across at the K-State campus. We'll talk basketball, but uh, a couple of other sports got going this weekend. Jerry, your thoughts about track and field running down in College Station and what you noticed from that. And then men's tennis with a couple of wins on Saturday. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. And, uh, John, I thought, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure what to expect out of this track and field team. Lost a lot of um, you know, all Americans in the off season, you know, either graduation or transfer portal. And so I really wasn't sure what to expect, you know, with them going down to A&M for the first meet and lo and behold, you get a couple of program records, three wins on the men's side. So yeah, I thought it was a great, uh, great opening meet Gary Moore, uh, junior, a sophomore. Um, he won the uh, men's weight throw with a 67, 11. That's a program record. And I think he might've beat his own. Uh, record, but he was, you know, well ahead of the silver medalist from Oklahoma, Ben Ryer. So great opening meet for him. And I believe he finished fifth in the shot put as well. And then Alexis Brown, um, set the uh, record in the, uh, long, in the women's long jump. Um, 21, let's see, 21, one and a half, I believe, John. She was the first one in program history to go over 21 feet wow. indoors. So, uh, you know, really good opening meet for her. She had set out last year. After transferring uh, from Florida, she had a foot injury. Uh, but, man, what a great uh, opening meet for her. And then uh, I know Demontre Callis, um, he actually won um, the 60-meter the dash in 6.68 seconds. And Demario Prince, a freshman, he won the 60-meter uh, hurdles in 7.79. I believe he placed in the long jump as well. So, uh, again, I just thought it was a really good meet uh, for them uh, just across the board. But, you know, like I said, with two program records, that's, that's, that's a pretty good opening week. 
Man, I would say so. And, you know, as we visited with Coach Ford last week, I got the feeling he wasn't sure what to expect, you know, just kind of your opening meet. You you don't know what to expect. You'll learn more about your team. And I would think he would be very encouraged coming out of that weekend. Yeah. And John, some of the, you know, some of your top ones didn't even run in individual events. I know Mariah Ayers ran in the uh, four by four and that, that group finished second, but yeah. So you didn't even have some of your top ones, you know, running in their events. But, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a great opening week. Uh, I don't know if there were any huge surprises, uh, <clears throat> but particularly in the long jump like that, you, you don't expect somebody, you know, right out of the gates to go that far. And, and you know, it's like I said, something you hadn't seen in Baylor at all. So, you know, great uh, opening meet for Alexis Brown. Yeah, really cool. Against good competition, too. It was right. ooh, Baylor and Oklahoma – Texas A&M and Florida, is that right? Anybody uh, else? TCU was there, TCU, too. TCU, so, yeah, yeah. Like I said, really, like you said, really good competition. Uh, there, there's no slackers in that group. So, right. yeah, I th- again, great competition in every event. And, you know, for the men to win three events, you know, for the for the women to do what they did. Um, I, oh, I, I, I guess one other note, John, because I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize this until I went back and read the story. Right. But Stacy Smith's daughter, a freshman this year, she finished fifth in the high jump. So oh, fantastic to her. Uh was Sydney Smith. Yeah. Um so Sydney Sydney finished fifth in the high jump, so a good start for her as well. I know that Stacy had said there's no way she's gonna co- compete anywhere else. If she's gonna <laughs> compete in college, she's gonna come to Baylor. And sure enough <laughs> she did. She's already played, yeah. so good for her. Hey, that's great. That's a good good yeah. addendum to that story. Yeah. All right, men's tennis uh, really did what they were expected to do, did what they should have right. done. They won a couple of matches to open on Saturday. Yeah, John, and they used everybody. I, I think that was mm. kind of the intent going in uh, for Coach Woodson to, to use you know his depth and, and just kind of put some guys in there and see what they could do. And I believe it was nine different guys, maybe ten, in the uh, singles, um, you know, and, and Christopher Fronson just played doubles, but uh, yeah, nine nine different guys, I believe, in singles, and and really the only loss was in the uh, ACU match. They beat them six one, and even that one was a third set um, super tiebreaker. So they, they you know could have had two sweeps very easily. I think he, Louis Bowden, one of the freshmen, lost in a third set super tiebreaker thirteen eleven. So they were that close to two seven zero sweeps. So really good opening day for them. And and Devin Badenhorst, um, I don't know if you've heard of him, John, but he just came in. He's a six seven freshman nah. from Germany, uh, and he won like six one six two. He's going to be really good. Like I wow. think he could be the next really great one uh, at Baylor. I mean, certainly you know Teddy Powerluke is, is a great player. They have other ones back. Uh, John Bohr, Z, I think is what they call him. Let's just go with that. Um, but I think this guy could be your next great one, six seven, wow. And he's really been tearing it up on the practice court. So I think he could be a really good one for them. Nice. We'll watch for him. All right, uh, let's talk basketball. Baylor women, uh, tough week. Uh, finished with the three-point loss at Iowa State on Saturday. It was right. just two tough road games for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women last week. Yeah, I mean, you know, you felt like they were on such a good roll, John, and, and just, you know, kind of stumbled on the road. Uh, you know, they had had the one road game against Texas, but, you know, Texas had just uh, lost Rory Harmon and, 
And I think Texas was, you know, a little bit uh, devastated by that. But, you know, Baylor, like we talked about before, Baylor beat the team that was on the court. Um, but it was just tough going on the road this week. And they've had a hard time, I will say, against um, big post players. You know, they don't really have that physical presence inside, you know, particularly a bigger player that's ready. You know, Letty is a six seven freshman, but she's just not ready to play at this level, and she's not as physical as some of the players you're, you're going against. Audie Crooks the other day at Iowa State, uh, you know, she was just a load. She was a big player, really hard to keep out of there, and they just they just couldn't stop her. She scored, uh, matched her season. She's a freshman as well, but she's just she is a big girl. I'll just say that, and she scored 23 points. And then in the Kansas game. Same thing, John. Um, they had a really hard time with Twin Jackson, um, six seven uh, or six six, I think is what she is, and, and they just had a really hard time with her. I think she finished with twenty seven points, nineteen rebounds. Um, both games really hard. I thought they came out really well, you know, against Iowa State. Came out, um, you know, uh, Jada Walker hit a three quarter length shot yeah. uh, to end the first quarter, and they were up thirteen. You know, you just felt like everything was going well, and Iowa State just to their credit, just kind of kept chipping away. And like I said, they really fed crooks inside. Uh, and, and just, you know, they they had a really good game plan. Uh, and Baylor, you know, really same way against Kansas. They just they couldn't hit from outside. That's a strength of their team, just like the men. The men struggled, uh, you know, from the three in this last game or in a couple of their games in conference play. But, uh, you know, the women, I, I think they were seven for 21 in the first three quarters, one for nine from distance in that last quarter and that you know that kind of you know they kind of shot their way out of it they had a lead with about 30 seconds to go and then again they fed crooks and actually letty was in there you know to defend her but just couldn't stop her uh you know and then uh yeah i was iowa state wins at 66 63 and for the women is it a good thing they don't have a midweek game i mean would it be better to get back on the court quickly or is yeah. it good that you can just go back in and just really have some good hard practices this week before they host UCF on Saturday? Yeah, I think player-wise, you'd probably want to say, I want to get out there and play again right now, get that bad taste out of my mouth. I think for coaches, and I've heard Scott say this before too, you really you really love that practice time. And I think, John, coming off the week that they did, I think it's good that they have this week. Um, because they can work on some things that I don't think anything that happened last week is not fixable. Uh, it's just some things that they have to work out, figure out, you know, how are we going to defend in there in the post area? Because you know what? They got Kansas State and Ayoka Lee. Ayoka is 6'7". So yeah. that's what you've got coming up next Monday. So they've got to get that figured out. And then, you know, I think some of it, um, you know, on the offensive side, a little bit on shot selection little bit just you know kind of maybe out of their rhythm or whatever but uh you know i think they need to get back to moving the ball like they have but yeah i think it'll be good to have you know this extra practice time get ready for ucf on on saturday and and then uh uh kansas state on monday and and john interesting note case uh ucf coming in that's satia messer former oh, yeah. assistant that's their head yeah. coach so that'll be an interesting matchup on saturday 
Yeah, great point. All right, very good. Everybody here is understandably excited about K-State women's basketball. They're 17-1. and one. They just yeah. beat Kansas. So they, they are playing. I mean, they just beat Texas. So they are right. playing really, really well. And that's the team uh, Baylor will see on Monday, a week from tonight. Uh, and right. our coaches show beginning this week on Thursday, one of our guests will be Nikki Collins. So plan to come be with us, hear from Jay Goble and Nikki Collins on Thursday at six from Rudy's. All right, men's basketball, uh, they, they survived uh, what was upset week in college basketball. Yeah, 15 absolutely. of the top 25 got beat, eight of the top 10 lost last week. Uh, Baylor won two tough games and uh, made the biggest jump in the poll up to number nine. Yeah, and I thought they deserved that, John, after the week that they had. And, and you know, I, I think Scott said it after the game the other night you know they've they've not shot the ball well from three you know they're I, I don't know they may still be leading the nation but they were i know going into this last game and they in two of the three conference games they haven't shot well from three but they found a way to win and i think that's what good teams great teams do is they just find a way to win i thought cincinnati john was really good i mean you think about it they're what four points or whatever it is away three points from from being undefeated in conference That's right. play yeah they lost, yeah they lost by one to texas so this is a really good cincinnati team that's going to win a lot of conference games so i think beating them and john i don't know if you'd agree with me on this i kind of what i wrote about that night but i really i you know foster's obviously made a huge impact i thought that night foster kind of won that game for them the crowd um because if, if you remember when they got on that run in the second half i believe it was a 13-0 second half run I, I put down on you know I keep a play-by-play not that anybody else could read it but <laughs> I, I wrote down this place is loud like put yep. it in all caps big letter because it was really getting that's the loudest I've heard in there and I just thought the crowd played a huge part in that win on Saturday night against Cincinnati I completely agree with you and yeah. and I would add I thought the crowd really was a factor in the BYU game you know last Absolutely. Tuesday so uh, I think Baylor's two home conference games for the men have really been uh, boosted by the great crowds and the great atmosphere there. So I agree completely. Now, uh, now it doesn't get any easier every night. It's tough in the Big 12. Oh, we got Kansas State coming up here in Manhattan coming up tomorrow. Another matchup with uh, Coach Jerome Tang and the Wildcats. And K-State swept Baylor two games last year, one here and one in Waco also. You know, I know Scott Drew, he does not like facing his former assistants. You know, when, when the other guys were at different places, he would never schedule them. Right. Didn't, didn't, and now he has to. You know, he right. has to play against Jerome Tang at Kansas State. He has to play against Grant McCaslin at Texas Tech. And congrats to Coach McCaslin, man. What a great job he's done. Uh, they're now in the top 25. John, I think I counted eight teams, eight big yeah, teams. Yeah, eight. In the How about top that? 25. It's, right. it's going to be that way every night. And you're right. I mean, Kansas State, uh, you know, they've lost a couple of tough ones, but they're a, again a really good team. They were they were tied for the lead until uh, tied for the Big 12 lead until um, they lost to Texas Tech the other night. So this will be a tough one, particularly on the road. Um, but I like the way Baylor's playing, don't you? I mean, I just I just think they've you know they 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 don't maybe don't hit on all cylinders, but really don't have to because they've got so much depth. And you know, it, you never kind of know who's going to step on a uh, step up on a given night. You know, the other night it was Jacoby Walter in the second half. It was Langston Love in the first half. The game before that against BYU it was Jalen Bridges with 25. 
So that's the cool thing about this team is, and it's got to be a really hard team to guard. So I'm sure, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that Jerome Tang has m- maybe even more gray hairs now after uh, kind of preparing <laughs> for this team. So it'll be a fun one. Uh, it'll be a fun one tomorrow night, though, John. Yeah, very much so. And I do agree with you. This, this, this is a really good Baylor team that maybe hadn't have peaked yet, you know, and you don't want to peak right. in January, right. but maybe not playing their best. Uh, right. But finding ways to win is a really, really good sign because you see all the upsets that happened right. last week. All right, very good. Jerry, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, snuggle up in front of the fire there with your wife, Julie, and uh, we appreciate you being on with us. Hey, class starts tomorrow, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is there any – And I'm well, I've started it, so I've got to ask. Any chance that they postpone the start of classes? Or you, you think know, the weather's John, okay? I kind of look. I think the fact that we haven't had any precipitation today, unless okay. we get anything tonight, I think we'll be good to go tomorrow. So uh, excited for that! My my first uh, teach, teaching assignment for Baylor. So uh, teaching sports writing, and that'll that'll be fun. Very good, Professor. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. I'll see you when we get back to town. All right. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. very much. Jerry Hill with us, our good friend, and we hope yours. Aaron, we may need to redo the open and, and refer to him as Professor Jerry Hill because he is. I mean, he's teaching a class starting uh, starting this semester. Oh, wow. You're, yeah, how about that? We'll have to start calling him the professor. The professor, exactly. Here you decide to fight back again.